You're listening to Mid Morning Matters on Malo FM 97.5. My next guest is uh, is Matt Lovett, good friend of mine and also a personal trainer at an organisation called APS Fitness. Matt, good morning. Good morning. So tell me a little bit about APS Fitness. APS Fitness is a business that I run with a friend of mine, Ross. Um, we've been running it since 2011. Um, and all things health and fitness, but uh, these days a lot to do with kind of pain and injury, uh, as well as sports performance, and and you know just generally getting people a little bit healthier. Right, I know you do a lot of work in rehabilitation for people with injuries as well, don't you? We have started to do uh, a lot more of that in in recent times. Yeah, um, mainly due to the prevalence of of pain. You know, lots of people have other things they want to work on. They want to work on their sport, or you know, feeling a bit better about themselves, or whatever it is. But a lot of them have back pain or hip pain or something that's preventing that um, in the first place. So you know, we've tried to come up with techniques and ways of getting over that. So then we can get onto the other thing. Um, and now we kind of mainly do a lot of pain. So as well as helping people recover from uh, any issues they have, it's also much better to stop people getting in the issues in the first place. So I know you've come up with this list of, is it, is it 30 individual tips? So this, uh, the idea was we, we just uh, came up with a list of uh, 30 little habits uh, to help you feel a little more awesome. Uh, was I think the the title of the the blog that we put out, and the idea is to give you know some people a lot of people want to get healthier, they want to um, start doing things, and they don't quite know where to start. So you know, go down the list, grab one that appeals, and start there. Okay, so you've got a list of 30. So what we'll do today is we're going to go through that list. We probably won't do all 30 because no. we haven't got that long together. <laughs> but uh, let's just see how many we can get through and give them each the, the time they deserve. So I've got the list in front of me, but I'm not going to look at that list. I'm just going to randomly choose the, the first one from it. So it's number one. Then I'll choose one much later on. But the first one is number one. What is your number one tip? That isn't number one being the best tip. That's number one just of a, of a list of equals. Yes, this isn't in any particular order. Number one we put on the list was to get your walking boot on uh, more often and that's sort of figuratively you don't have to have walking boots it can be anything I mean on the list it also says uh, in brackets Vibrams as anyone knows me I walk around in kind of slightly odd shoes uh, that are barefoot shoes but yeah go walking um, more it's it's something the body absolutely understands so it's a great reset for the body if you if ever I've got aches and pains or maybe a headache going for a walk um, it's the body knows that and understands that movement very well um, the body works as a pump mechanism. So by walking, you get spinal fluid moved up and down, you get blood moved around, you get oxygen moved around. So you often just feel way better, even immediately yeah. um, from going from the walk. It can help, you know, especially if you've got hips and, and low back niggles, it can help reset the pelvis because you've got, you know, your gait as you're walking, the rhythm of it can help reset the pelvis. You can feel sort of better in your mind and stuff because you've got blood pumping around oxygen pumping around often hopefully you're walking outside so you get some fresh air you, your eyes often get a break from screens and other things so with, with sort of if you've only got 10 minutes or, or a small amount of time to, to do something walking is a great way to uh to feel better plus you know if you do it regularly you're burning a few more calories right and do you set a particular distance uh, measurement or number of minutes or a number of steps done? Is there anything you have to say, today you have to do this much, tomorrow you have to do a little bit more, or, or does that not really matter? Not really. I, I kind of like walking is more of a, a health thing rather than an activity. You can absolutely, you know, there's Nordic walking, there's, there's all types of walking you can do to burn calories and make it kind of a, a more fitness activity. But I think even the people that, you know, play a lot of sport or, or go to the gym anyway, 
you know, can do with a little bit of fresh air and walking as more of a, a health or relaxation activity. Um, so I just get out and do some walking. It's five, ten minutes. I mean, as a, if I'm ever uh, sort of home doing a lot of admin work for the business, I use it as breaks. There's a little five-minute loop I can do, and I'll go and do a loop of, you know, five minutes of walking. It's, it's great to help kind of loosen my back up from sitting still and relax my eyes a little bit. And clears the head as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, just, just don't put too many uh, parameters on it to start with and get out and do some walking. Okay, so number one uh, on your list, not in any particular order of preference, just happens to be the first one you thought of when you wrote up the list, was get your shoes on or get your Vibrams on in your case yep. and, and go and do some walking. Go do some walking. Well, Matt, I have to say I'm enjoying looking through this list of uh, healthy tips you've come up with, a total of 30, and you've asked me to choose the next one. So I wanted to choose two at one go now. So numbers 14 and 16 from your list. Okay, so food-related ones. Yeah, we, did, we had a walking one. Let's have some food stuff. Okay, so number 14 on the list is eat natural whole foods at most meals. If it walks around or grows from the ground, you're probably on to a winner. Um, so this is, in reality, a, a way to try and simplify, you know, all the confusion around food. And one of the first things that you can do is, is to simply eat real, and I'm using quotation yeah. marks because it's a phrase that's uh, thrown around a lot of foods. So, I mean, if it grows, so vegetables and, and other things, and it, or if it walks around, which, you know, which it still grows but doesn't grow at the ground, yeah. then... Or, then sw that, or swims, perhaps. Or swims, absolutely. So th then that's... Uh, that's a real food. We often, we often call it single-ingredient food. You know, you right. don't actually have an ingredient list on an apple. Yes. It's just an apple. Um, start with them. You know, yes, you can argue about where you got it from and, and how it was grown and stuff, but re in the reality, if you're eating, you know, a lot of food that's gone through a lot of processing and has got a lot of additives in it and stuff, if you simply switched to single-ingredient real foods, you know, the nutrition value of it goes through the roof. Um, and you'll be, you know, not getting as many additives as there are in other things. Uh, so it's a double win. And right. usually for any, you know, whatever your goal, be it, you know, better sports performance, less pain, um, better body composition, your more nutrients will do the world of good. And of course, you can combine these single ingredient foods into a, into a meal. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. So you don't have to just eat an apple and then eat a chicken and then... It, you can make, you know, the processed meals, you can put your single ingredients through a process and turn them into a curry, a lasagna, or whatever it is that you're doing, but, you know, make it from fresh single ingredient. Without add needing to add any number of additional uh, additives. Yeah, lots of those things, lots of the ready-made things will add things in that if you were making it from scratch, um, you wouldn't. Right. Is that also linked into the fact that you should really not choose anything that's got stuff in it that you don't know what it is? I wouldn't advise it. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't... Yeah, and I think people inherently know that. You know, if you were making a meal, you wouldn't dump something in it if you had absolutely no idea what it was. Um, so, yeah, so I wouldn't necessarily buy something that had been through that, that process. But, yeah, rather than worrying about all the, the different fads and the different things, start with real food. Right. Then you can make little tweaks for you, for your goal. Or, you know, there, there might be certain real foods that don't suit you so well. But that's a great place to start. And it's also a really good place to start because you don't even necessarily have to worry about cutting things back. If you add in real food, then usually it you know, satisfies hunger and stuff longer. And you actually tend to eat less of the things that maybe you're trying to cut back on anyway. 
because you're satisfied, you're full, you feel better, so you, you need less. If you start by taking things away, you end up you know, wishing you had some treats and hungry. It's not a good idea. So if you actually just think about eating whole foods, bringing more of them into your diet, not only do you get sort of more nutrients, you feel better, but you probably start to eat less of the stuff that's not so good for you anyway, by default. Seems to make an awful lot of sense. So sticking with the area of nutrition and eating, uh, I've gone for number 16 as the next one to talk about. So this is on your list of uh, your top personal 30 list of hints and tips to make yourself into a, a more amazing person. Yeah, so very much linked to the, to the first one. This is vegetables, red ones, green ones, orange ones, purple ones, eat them, eat them all. Um, yeah, I think vegetables are probably the least um, taken care of aspect of nutrition. Um, I think that, you know, lots of people eat carbohydrates. You know, that's kind of, well, probably too many carbohydrates in most people's cases. Protein is also, you know, quite neglected. But uh, veggies have a real hard time. Um, And it's a shame because there are so many. You know, yes, I mean, I don't like all of them. um, But the more variety of them you can have, the more, you know, micronutrients, the more vitamins and minerals and stuff we get in, um, and fiber and all sorts of things. They're, they're just miraculous. Uh, and I think the people are really lacking, lacking vegetables. And I think that, you know, they're almost whole foods medicine. Yeah. You can do wonderful things by eating some vegetables and stuff. And I think a lot of people, are, you know, need medicine, need corrections, mainly because of a, and need supplements, mainly because of a lack of vegetables. Yeah, because um, vegetables are full of vitamins, full of minerals, full of sort of chemicals. We don't even know what they do yet, but they're naturally occurring chemicals, phytochemicals. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, but they're not usually full of calories and they're not usually packed out with fat and, and sugar. No, and I mean, and also, I mean, they are uh, carbohydrates and some of them are slightly starchy carbohydrates, yeah. but in such a better fashion than a lot of the refined, uh, normalised yeah. carbohydrates are. So, I mean, they, they'll keep you full. They, they do sort of loads of things. They keep you regular, keep you full, keep you, like, healthy because of all the, the vitamins and minerals in. So if you're going to, you know, if point fourteen was to eat loads of whole foods, then supplement it with 16 and make a, a vast majority of those whole foods vegetables. And, you know, experiment. Find the ones that you like and find out the way of cooking them you like. And if you're lucky enough to like lots of them, then eat, you know, all different colours, have them raw, cook them sometimes, you know, play around because that stuff all changes the uh, the vitamin availability of, uh, well, the micronutrient availability um, through the food. Yeah, because the, the colours of the vegetables, for example, if you think of peppers, red peppers, yellow peppers and green peppers, they've actually got totally different chemical makeups in terms of, which, which you can tell from the colour, if you like, because that, that contributes some of the micronutrients in them, as leads to the colour. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's just it's just a great way of kind of encouraging people, you know, have red peppers, have green broccoli, have sweet potatoes, try all sorts of things. Um, but yeah, vegetable, you can't go wrong. It's very rare. Um, I've, I don't think I've yet to meet someone with a vegetable problem, a vegetable <laughs> addiction problem. Yeah, well, yeah, or or you know that it's treating their their belly bad. You know, you know, obviously dairy and wheat can can cause issues, but vegetables. Rarely. I'm sure there are people out there. So that's, that's two tips for the price of one. So tip number 14, which is eat more single-ingredient foods, and tip number six, sorry, tip 14, and then tip 16 was to uh, eat your veggies. Absolutely. Right, let's choose another number from your list, Matt. So Matt's sitting here with his eagerly self-compiled list of 30 top tips to, to make you a little bit more amazing. And uh, I chose the first three numbers. So, Matt, you choose a number this time. OK, well, I'm going to choose number two. Number two, okay, that's an easy one to find, top of the list. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's one that I think is, you know, important to a lot of people, uh, you know, especially when you're making decisions to, you know, maybe a little bit healthier or, or to, to move more. And it, 
So number two is find your reason to move. Could be for your health, your sport, your kids, your confidence, whatever the reason is, find it and hold on to it to help when you're struggling for motivation. And I think that, you know, this is a big one for a lot of people because, you know, forming new habits, getting out and going to the gym or, you know, going to your to your sport on a, a rainy Thursday night and, and, you know, eating a few more vegetables and, you know, cutting back on alcohol or cake or whatever it is that's your vice is, is tricky. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, you need a little bit of dedication and a little bit, bit of sacrifice here and there. And I think it's very hard to do if you haven't got a good why. Yeah. If it's because you were told to by someone on the radio with a list. Or <laughs> Who might that be? Or if it was because, you know, your neighbour next door's doing it, it's not going to stick for very long. But if you can, you know, if you love your sport, if you find something you love doing, then you'll go on a Thursday night, not because, you know, you have to to stay healthy, but because you love doing it. Yeah. And, you know, you go around, you do whatever your sport is, it keeps you active, it keeps you healthy. And, you know, you get those things because you're doing something that you love. If you can't find any physical activity that you just love to do, then find a deeper why. You know, maybe it's to stay healthy and, you know, have good movement ability so you can play with your kids more or, you, you know, stay around for longer to see things. Maybe it's so that you're, you know... I mean, I even tell people, you know, you'll enjoy lazing around and watching TV and stuff more on a Sunday afternoon if you're fit and healthy because you won't have headaches, you won't have neck ache, you won't have backache so maybe it's just so you'll enjoy things more and not yeah. get you know hindered you, you you know you can go on holiday unrestricted is a big uh, phrase we like to throw around you know maybe you can go away and do a new hobby or you know try skiing try go for that walk up the the mountain on holiday or whatever it is you want to do without worrying about oh you know i can't because of my knee or i'm not very confident to because i don't do those things and, you know it's not nice to feel restricted yeah um so yeah if you can find a reason a deep reason um it just helps you, you know, get up early in the morning to go and do something or, you know, maybe say no to a bit of cake on a Tuesday night. Yeah, so it's, it's quite hard to get up and, and walk around unless you have an objective to do it. But what, what, if you have an objective for doing that, if you're going somewhere to do something, um, then that's great. So you can get, get, get walking around for a particular reason. Yeah, I think it should be your reason. Yeah, of course. And the other thing is that while you're walking around, you're unlikely, oh, that's not impossible, of course, you're unlikely to be mindlessly eating if you're walking around. So if you've, if you've found a reason to get up and go somewhere and you're walking to that place, then you're unlikely to be mindlessly eating, and which, which, of course, is a, a concern for people who want to lose weight. Yeah, absolutely. Great. So that was tip number two from your list, yeah? Yes. Right, so we've still got quite a few uh, tips to get through. We haven't got that much time left, but we'll see how many of them we can get through. And uh, if we don't get through the full list, which I'm sure we won't, then I'll tell people how to get hold of your full list uh, at the end of the broadcast. Matt, going down your list, do you want to take a, have a go at a, quite a few? Should we start at number 20 and see how far we get? All right, let's reel some off, shall we? Yeah, oh, that's a big list. So number 20, uh, so do you remember when you were young, no younger than that, and spent lots of time outdoors playing? Do more of that. Um, so this is really just, there's a lot of um, prescription right. in health and fitness. You know, you go to the gym this many times, you do this thing, you do, you know, and we, often we developed our, our way of moving and being healthy just by playing and exploring. And often that was outside, which is, you know, beneficial in its own right. So I, I think abandoning, you know, set ideas every so often and just going and having fun in a yeah. movement, you know, scenario outdoors is, uh, is fantastic for you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I remember seeing a placard somewhere that said, "Don't grow up. It's it's a bad idea." Yeah. So I think it's probably true. I I think it's you know, 
playing was, it, it, you know, there was less rules, there was less worry about outcomes, you're not worried about how much weight I lift or how fast I do something, you know, just go and have fun and explore and, yeah. you know, I, I think it opens up a, a world of opportunity. Is that some to do with the way we live life these days? We're driven by deadlines, driven by things we have to do by a particular time or a particular place. And you're thinking we should play a bit more. Should we go back to being our kids again? Yeah, go and have some fun. Go and, you know, do handstands in the park or go and balance on railings. You know, whatever it is. I mean, that's not going to appeal to everyone, but, you know, give yourself some license to have fun. Uh, and go and explore the world, you know, moving around again. Is that for physical benefits or mental benefits or both? Both. I mean, if you go and sort of explore things, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to be that. I mean, go to a dance class for no other reason than it's just fun to have a dance around or, you know, dance around your kitchen or go out in the garden and, and you know, do some cartwheels or, or try. It, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, obviously you'll physically move around, but obviously sometimes just by exploring and, you know, not having so set ideas on outcomes and stuff is great for the mind. It's great to, to mentally relax a little bit. That's a very good idea. So that's tip number 20, isn't it? That's 20. So uh, I wonder what the next one is. I haven't actually looked at this part of the list, so it's all, it's all down to you now. So what's on number 21? 21 is embrace the belly. Belly breathe as much as possible so the body feels calm and soft. So one of the things we see a lot is people shallow breathing, people breathing through their chest. And this is actually becoming, I mean, we've been talking about belly breathing for years, but it's actually getting a bit more mainstream attention now. Yeah. So, you know, if you could spend more time breathing through your diaphragm, breathing through your belly like a, like a baby does, when uh, it's first born. So, so how do you do that specifically? Do you just breathe more deeply? Yeah, well, it's breathing using your diaphragm. Um, but usually when you say breathe using your diaphragm, people have no idea what a diaphragm is or where a diaphragm is. How do you do that? So <coughs> you can now enlighten them? Yeah, so the best way to think of it is through your belly. So, I mean, if you simply put your hands on your belly and take a breath and try and expand your belly, if your belly rises up and away from you, then your diaphragm is stretching and you can get a little bit of a deeper breath. And it's just calming. If you breathe through your diaphragm, it, it relaxes the body, sends calming signals. If you breathe more through the neck and chest, that's more linked to the, the fight or flight response, which you know invokes stress hormones and feeling a little bit more tense. So right. breathing more naturally through the belly, um, you know, sitting down and being stressed out at work all day is, is kind of led us to, to breathing higher up in the chest and neck. And if breathing you, through the belly, does that lead to a slower rhythm of breathing? Yeah, you, you, you can't breathe through your belly if you're being chased by something. Right. It, doesn't, it, it doesn't work. So if you, can, if you take time to breathe through the belly, it'll be slower, deeper breaths. The deeper you get air down into the lungs, the more there are sensors down there, and that'll send relaxing signals to the body. So in times when you're feeling a bit stressed, try to belly breathe. And in times when you're not stressed, make sure you're not breathing in a stressful way. So right. if you're enjoying a nice, relaxing bath, breathe in a way that, you know, goes along with the bath rather than, you know, having a relaxing bath but breathing shallow. So and, and this is leading to, to relaxation, a state of relaxation, a state of well-being as well, isn't it? Yeah, we want to be, you know, the gym and, and sport and other things are time to be a bit intense, but you want it to be short and sharp. You don't want that to be jammed on all day, those reactions of, you know, intensity. So if you can then breathe slow and deep and calm and do that most of the day, yeah. you'll be in a healthier position. Yeah, I'm always in favour of people not being in red alert mode all day long. Absolutely. And, and belly breathing is going to stop people being in Yeah, it's, red a, alert. it's a great way to speak to your body and kind of get it to understand what kind of state you'd like to be in. Right. Do you find you have to tell this to quite a few of your clients? Or? Near enough everyone. One of the first right. things we do with everyone is teach them to, to breathe and relax. Because especially if you're trying to do things, a lot of people might need to you know, work on some movement or loosen up something that's a bit tight. But if you do that with 
stress breathing, the body won't lose them because it's stressed, it's worried. So yeah. you have to get them to, to breathe and relax into certain positions. And, uh, and you have to start that with just breathing. Right. That's a great tip. So that was number 21, I think, wasn't it? That was it? number 21. We've got on 22. Yeah, if, you've, uh, if, we've, uh, if you've discussed 21 to death, which I think we have, so let's go to 22. So you've had a manic day at work, been to the gym and posted about it all over social media. How about some quiet time as well? Right, um, that, that wouldn't be targeted at me, would it, by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, well, I think it's a lot, a lot of people. It's just a, you know, a little reminder that you don't have to be on the go all the time. So, I mean, some of the, the, obviously the list is almost contradictory in a way, you know, get up, do some movement, get going, don't sit on your bum too much. But at the same time, I think we're, we're driving that into society more and more. You know, do, get up, go, uh, earn more, do more, lift more, run more, you know. You need some quiet time too, some downtime. And this is kind of like the playing, but, you know, resting, but in a fun way. So rather than, you know, do something nourishing, read a, a great book, have some downtime, have a bath with some candles lit, you know, take some time for yeah. yourself. It's okay. I think people need to give themselves license to look after themselves and have a break. It doesn't all have to be achieving things. And they balance each other nicely. It's okay to relax. And this actually goes well with the belly breathing as well doesn't it yeah when, when you're relaxed you're much more likely to be able to do that belly breathing yeah i think it, it, it's not only kind of okay it's necessary yeah you will burn out it will become a problem so you need to you know relax yeah and i, I think i think it's an ex- excellent idea and people are too busy chasing deadlines and so on these days and they don't give themselves time to relax um in the way you describe yeah it's it's, it's great to achieve things absolutely but you know you can't. You, the body will get you to slow down one way or the other. You can either do it with a nice book and a, a you know a bath at night time, or you can do it with a cold or a wrist injury or a knee injury or whatever it is. It, you you will somehow burn out and have to have a stop. So have one first. Yeah, choose to do it when it when you want to do it. Yes, and without the pain that goes with it. Yes. Right. Let's have one more. Uh, what's the next one? So that was twenty one, wasn't it? Uh, that was twenty two. Twenty two. Uh, 23 is 23 obviously very similar to the other one is uh, just play more it's okay to take a break from all the super serious adult stuff so we talked about <laughs> you know playing outdoors and that, that was more kind of get out and explore <clears throat> this is just to again the, you can see where my brain was at when I was writing the first 20s um, yeah. but yeah it, it just play not everything is serious there's lots of serious things in life um, but you know you can't all be serious there's more to life than that so you know if if sometimes if, if you're going to go to the gym for instance which is obviously our world we talk about it quite a lot you know have a play in the do do something you haven't done before you know if you've had a really stressful day and the last thing you feel like doing is you know going to the gym and doing your routine but you know that movement will make you feel a bit better you are trying to achieve something you don't want to feel like you've not done anything go play go do a class you've you've not done yeah you know it's okay to at home take a break play a game do do something that's not so serious um, I think we touched on it a lot earlier but yeah you don't have to be grown up and super serious and adult all the time one thing I like about your the items on your list is that a lot of them are about your mental health and your mental positivity as well as looking after your physical health yeah I, I think you've got to look after the whole you know package I, I don't want to be super fit and have pain I don't want to be you know Super, well, not that anyone accused me of, but I don't want to be super intelligent and you know not be able to move properly. I want you to try and be as balanced as you and un, as unrestricted as you can. 
So let's look at a, a few more of the numbers from your list, Matt. It's, uh, we've only got time, I think, for two or three more. So let's move up the list to a higher number. Let's try somewhere around in the mid-teens or whatever. OK. You want to give me one? I'll go for 12. Can you see, try 12. Let me find 12. So, uh, include some new movement into your life every so often. Variety oh. being the spice of life and all of new that. New movement. Um, yeah, I think that the body responds really well to movement variety. So, obviously, if there's specific things, you know, if you're a runner, you've got to go run. Um, that, that's a given. But the, the body, in terms of health and feeling good, and feeling as awesome as you can, variety is really good. So not chasing one pattern of movement over and over. You know, we can obviously get repetitive injuries from doing that. So just by... And it will also make you, you know, well-rounded. You know, lifting, doing some... If you're a runner, doing some pushing and pulling will, you know, make dragging things around the garden or putting something in the overhead locker on a plane easier. Mm. Um, and, it, and the body responds well to a bit of variety and a bit of new every now and then. So, yeah, if, even if you've got a, a good movement routine that you like and, and that works for you, try experimenting. Try putting some, some variety in there. Yeah, I think that's a, good, a great idea because so, so many people focus themselves on one sport that they like or one aspect of fitness that they like and then don't consider doing anything else. Yeah, um, and also if you drive one pattern too much, it can actually be detrimental. Backfire. Yes, yeah. it can. You know, if you neglect something for a while, it can actually cause a problem. So yeah. by keeping variety, not only does it keep it a bit fun, it actually keeps you moving better usually. Yeah. You're, often that might become uh, the case of people who are, say, training for a triathlon, for example, or training for a marathon, where they only focus on that particular sport. Yeah, and, and those sports t t tend to be in one plane of movement as well, so there's not much twisting and things like that. And that's why some really fit people can injure themselves in really mundane ways, because they've moved out of the plane they usually move, and they've twisted or they've side-bent, and they're not ready for that. Um, and usually the fitter you are... The, the more vigorously you'll move in a direction you're not used to moving. And so that's why those people can, you know, someone really fit can throw back out doing something really, really nothing. S simple because they haven't moved that particular way before. Yeah. Or not recently anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that's a fantastic tip. So that was number 12, wasn't it? That was number 12. Let's move on to number 13. Uh, this <laughs> Treat yourself to a new water bottle uh, <laughs> and then get drinking. So this is obviously uh, anyone that's heard me speak on here before, Probably, I thought we were going to get away with not mentioning hydration and water. When it's <laughs> snuck in. Um, so this is just a way of making that more fun. You know, buy yourself a new water bottle, something nice. You, we usually recommend, you know, some stainless steel because it doesn't leach into the the water. But just something to you know to keep with you that you will remind you to drink from it. Right. So does does an old water bottle actually create problems in terms of the the chemicals from the plastic getting into the water? Technically, old plastic can leach. Right. Um, that's why they can. You know, it's recommended not to reuse plastic water bottles you buy from shops and and to have a, a glass or stainless steel um, water bottle that you can use every day. Obviously, glass is a bit problematic. You know, I had one and it smashed quite quickly. Uh, yeah, I can see why around. a glass water bottle isn't an ideal thing Yeah, it's have. not the ideal thing in, in this current world, but, you know, a stainless steel um, bottle, you get loads of them nowadays, uh, you know, and also it keeps water quite cool and things for, for quite a period of time. Uh, so, yeah, it just makes drinking a little bit more fun, but the, the, the idea is to fill it up with water, I guess I should add, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and then get drinking. Yeah, hydration only works with water. <laughs> yeah, mainly, yes. Yeah. So that was a great tip. So we're gradually working our way down the list of the 30 tips to make you feel just a little bit more awesome, I think that's the way you call it, isn't it? Yes. And uh, that's time for... I've got two more. Let's do two more. OK, go. So Keep, keep the sequence going. We didn't, we've done 12 and 13, I think. Uh, so, we, so 14 we've already done. OK. Uh, so 15, um, reduce alcohol intake just a little. Give your body a break every now and again and see how you feel. 
Um, you know, there are lots of talks about what you should do alcohol-wise and, and, you know, volumes of it. I'm, I'm not really, I don't want to get too preachy on it, but a break, certainly for, for organ function, is usually a good idea. Yeah. I don't know too many people that don't have little breaks every now and again. Um, and I'm talking sort of days, just have a couple of days off. Um, don't, you know, drink every single day. Uh, and usually the liver and everything just works a little bit better. We feel a little bit fresher. Right, and these uh, the number of days across a week, perhaps, would be what makes sense. So, if you missed out drinking on uh, three or four days in the middle of the week and save your drinking for the weekends, is that a sensible strategy? Yeah, I mean, I don't tend to tell people. I don't think you should, you know, don't save it all up for that one big night on on, <laughs> on Friday. It's just, you know, if you've noticed you've maybe had a drink three or four nights in a row, have a break. You know, it just it just helps them. And that you you can, to be fair, you say the same thing about caffeine. You can say the same thing about exercising. You know, you, you need you muscles or different organs just need a, a rest it just helps them function a bit better so right or wrong as to whether you know alcohol is healthy non-healthy take that out of it just a little break with anything usually helps the body just function a little easier i mean alcohol is the one we're talking about in this particular uh, point on your list but in fact that's the same thing with anything isn't it anything done to excess is not going to do any good yeah the body just you know a little bit of balance here and there a little bit of a rest every now and again does it good uh, brilliant excellent let's get let's have one more uh, uh, well, we, 15 well it? we did 16 as well so uh we're going to 17 to so the point is eat slower only air should be inhaled take your time enjoy your meal and stop when you're no longer hungry um so no surprise food babies for you right uh yeah it's just if you eat slower and if you you know take distractions out so you take tv out take um you know conversations with those people and just eat and think about the food you usually work out when you're actually full if you work right. out when you're actually full, you won't give your digestion a hard time and you won't take on extra calories that you don't need. Makes sense. Matt, it's been a great list. So how many of your lists have you looked through? About uh, maybe 10 or so. Yeah, maybe about a third of it. Okay, what's your website if people want to go and look at the rest of the list? So if they go to apsfitness.co.uk, find our blog section and they'll find it there. apsfitness.co.uk. Matt, thanks for coming in. And uh, everybody go and look at that website and go and find the list to find the other ones on that list we haven't got around to seeing today. You're listening to Mid-Morning Matters on Marlow FM 97.5.